Vigor Steve here. In this video, I'm going to give you the cure for acid reflux when using oral anabolic amgenic steroids or selective antigen receptor modulators, or even some of the more potent injectable steroids like trimbolone, trestolone, dihydrobaldenone, DHB. All of those potentiate acid reflux in a dose-dependent fashion. So the more you take, the higher the likelihood is that you have acid reflux or complete gastrointestinal reflux disease, right? This needs to be managed. I won't tell you to stop the oral steroids or the SARMs or the injectables. You're here to find a solution, not to discontinue what you like to take for overall cosmetic purposes. So let's go into it. But before we do, please like the video, leave a comment for the algorithm and consider subscribing if you haven't already. And if you want to support the channel, you can do so by joining either YouTube or Patreon memberships, or you can vote for upcoming deep dives or Join the weekly Vigorous Q&A, which is always on Saturday. It's private for an entire hour, and then it goes public. It turns into a super chat, super flood. First things first, let's look at which medications and even over-the-counter supplements can cause acid reflux. The list is quite long, so I'll put it on the screen. You see here that some asthma and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease medications can cause acid reflux. Same for the anti-anxiety medications, antibiotics, anticholinergics antidepressants, anti-inflammatories, uh, blood pressure medications, including angiotensin-converting enzyme inhibitors, beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, erectile dysfunction medications like Cialis, for example. That's probably the first medication or the supplement that you're currently taking that is causing you terrible acid reflux alongside of the oral steroids or SARMs that you're taking. We have heart rhythm medications, opioids, osteoporosis medications, and even some of the potassium supplements, potassium citrate, for example, or iron supplements, ferrous sulfates, can give you acid reflux. And even high-dose progesterone supplements, when you take them orally, not sublingually, I don't believe in high-dose progesterone supplements, a low dose goes a very long way. If you want to improve your cognition, help with allopregnenolone concentrations, if you're taking finasteride or dutasteride for a very long time, suffering from post-finasteride syndrome, or you want to take a low-dose sublingually to improve your libido acutely, Right, a high-dose progesterone orally acid reflux. And of course, the same thing can be said for a high dose of oral uh, steroids or oral SARMs or some of the potent injectables. So if you're taking any of these or a combination of these, it might be best to discontinue them temporarily so you can resolve the acid reflux right then and there and start healing your esophagus and your stomach lining, which might be affected, especially if you take something like aspirin in combination with oral steroids. Now, I understand if you don't want to discontinue the Cialis or the ACE inhibitors because you need this for blood pressure management. But, you know, if your esophagus is really inflamed, really irritated, your stomach lining is kind of super thin to the point you have stomach ulcers, just stop the oral steroids and some of the other medications as well. There's always alternatives, right? Something like an angiotensin receptor blocker, telmisartan, for example, doesn't seem to potentiate these effects that uh, PDE5 inhibitors or ACE inhibitors potentiate on your intestinal tract. So always alternatives, look somewhere else if you have severe issues internally. There's a couple options you could look into which offer immediate relief. They're not sustainable, not for the long term, but if you suffer from terrible acid reflux and your esophagus is really irritable and highly inflamed, these options will offer immediate relief and neutralize the stomach acids right there and then. First thing we can choose, is sodium bicarbonate, baking soda. Half or a full teaspoon mixed in 300 milliliters or 10 ounces of water will help you neutralize the stomach acid. It will directly react with the stomach acid in your stomach 
and creates a CO2 gas, so you start to burp a little bit, this will completely kill all of the stomach acid that's irritating your esophagus. Now, this doesn't fix the solution, and neither does antacids, like milk of magnesia, for example. This simply neutralizes the stomach acid that's already there. If you look into VH2 blockers like Zentac or Pepsid or proton pump inhibitors like Omeprazole or Esomeprazole, Nexium, these help to cut down the amount of stomach acid that the stomach produces. So I feel that these are a little bit more sustainable compared to baking soda or antacids, where you're basically megadosing sodium bicarbonate or milk of magnesia, containing a lot of magnesium or even aluminium to help neutralize the stomach acid. Uh, VH2 blockers and proton pump inhibitors reduce the amount of stomach acid that your body produces. And while you're running these for maybe two weeks, three weeks, four weeks at maximum, because any longer than that, you're literally inhibiting the absorption of certain minerals, breaking down the food that you're consuming properly, for which you need stomach acid. Yes, you need stomach acid to break down the food and absorb nutrients. So if you lower that with proton pump inhibitors or VH2 blockers, um, you shouldn't do that too long, just long enough for you to heal your stomach lining or stomach ulcers if they're there and reduce the inflammation and irritability which is already there in the esophagus from the terrible acid reflux you are experiencing. At the same time, you're running a VH2 blocker or a proton pump inhibitor, supplement, please supplement with glutamine powder, 10 grams in the morning, 10 grams in the evening on an empty stomach. Glutamine powder helps to heal your stomach lining and reduce inflammation. It has a ton of other benefits. This is a short-term solution. At one point, you need to discontinue the VHD blockers or the proton pump inhibitors, allowing your stomach to produce a normal amount of stomach acid. Ideally, you took most of the medications out, which were causing you acid reflux. You followed an elimination diet because sometimes it's not just the medications that is causing you acid reflux or gastrointestinal reflux disease. It could be simply the foods that you're eating. As a rule of thumb, processed foods with a very long shelf life and a multitude of various ingredients you can't even pronounce. Stick with single ingredient foods, processed foods. It's very likely that it's exacerbating the acid reflux that you're suffering from. So follow an elimination diet while you're taking these proton pump inhibitors or VH2 blockers and glutamine to help you recover from this acid reflux you're experiencing. Once you've recovered, and you know exactly what to eat, foods that are not exacerbating the acid reflux, then you can proceed into increasing, yes, increasing the amount of stomach acid that's present in the stomach, so the esophagus, the mouth of the stomach, can stay closed. This is how acid reflux actually manifests. The amount of stomach acid in your stomach is not high enough for the esophagus to stay closed. And this way, what little amount of stomach acid is present is slowly coming up, giving you terrible heartburn. Yeah, so you need to increase the amount of stomach acid that's present after you've healed your stomach lining, stomach ulcers, and the irritation and inflammation which is present in the esophagus. Get healed first, and then you increase your stomach acid with over-the-counter supplements like apple cider vinegar. You can either go with 25 milliliters of Bragg's with the mother, that's liquid apple cider vinegar. You dilute this in 300 milliliters or 10 ounces of water. Drink this with a straw because the apple cider vinegar is so acidic that it can dissolve the enamel of your teeth. Or you go with the 500 milligrams to 750 milligrams apple cider vinegar tablets that Now Foods has, and you consume all of that 30 minutes before meals. So if you have five, six meals over the day, that means multiple servings of liquid apple cider vinegar from Bragg's with the mother, or the um, apple cider vinegar tablets at 500 to 750 milligrams 
per serving. This way, the amount of stomach acid in your stomach is increased and the mouth of the stomach stays closed. And also look into beta and hydrochloride supplementation to increase your stomach acidity levels further beyond the apple cider vinegar, albeit that I feel that apple cider vinegar is more than enough. Some people need a little bit of beta and hydrochloride. On top of that, I believe that Doctor's Best has the best formula when it comes to beta and hydrochloride. Per capsule, it has 650 milligrams beta and hydrochloride, 250,000 FCC pepsin, which is a digestive enzyme to help break down proteins, and 20 milligrams gentian root extracts, which is traditionally used in the treatment of digestive issues such as loss of appetite, bloating, diarrhea, and heartburn, acid reflux. So this formula is very beneficial on top of apple cider vinegar. You can take them either or, or in combination to help you increase the acidity level of your stomach and keep the esophagus, the mouth of the stomach, closed. And then there's zero chance that you experience acid reflux ever again. You can improve your digestion further with digestive enzymes containing proteases to digest protein, amylases to digest carbohydrates, lipases to digest fats, and nucleases to split nucleic acids into nucleotides. Don't take those with every meal. You can take apple cider vinegar and beta and hydrochloride formulas with every single meal, but I would limit digestive enzymes for larger meals or foods which are not part of your elimination diet, foods which are approved for a regular consumption that don't exacerbate acid reflux. So if you go out for a hotel buffet and you eat all of the foods, all of the food you can see at the hotel buffet, maybe add in a little bit of a digestive enzyme so you can help break down this fat on top of the apple cider vinegar and the beta hydrochloride that you're already supplementing with. If you can walk through life without acid reflux after making these changes, now you can slowly start reintroducing the medications or the oral steroids, or the oral SARMs, and the hardcore injectables, the trembolone, the trestolone, and the dihydroboldenone. Hopefully, after reintroducing those, the acid reflux doesn't come back with a vengeance. I don't think so. Personally, I've used this protocol for a multitude of different years. I've recommended this to my clients many times over. And they're happy-go-lucky taking whatever oral steroids, whatever SARM. Well, I usually don't recommend SARM, but you have these outliers, right? Or the hardcore injectables. They don't have acid reflux. Never, ever, ever. Sometimes it happens, but it's usually when they get off your diet and they eat whatever they can see and they misbehave a little bit after a contest or over the weekend. Once in a while when you misbehave, but the large majority of the time, food goes down, supplements go down, medications goes down, steroids or SARMs goes down, and nothing absolutely nothing comes back up. I hope this resolves your condition. Go through life acid reflux free. Thank you guys so much for watching. You can find everything that I'm associated with down below in the YouTube description section. Links for apple cider vinegar and beta hunter chloride are right there in case you're interested. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Vigor Steve. Vigorous crew, you guys know what to do. A no acid reflux frontal bicep for you guys. Can you see how much um, minerals and nutrients I'm absorbing right here? I think so. No proton pump inhibitors were abused in this video. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. And I'll see you in the next one.